Okay, should we kick it off? Hey, welcome to episode 162 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Blake. Hello. Started with you this time. Holy, yeah, I was not this ready. This is all out of whack. Oh. <laughs> I like to keep you guys on your toes. And Paul, how's hey. it going? I'm, I'm last this time. Yeah, how's it feel? Feel bad? I'm kind of all right with it. Okay. Man, Blake. I feel like I've been promoted. <laughs> I don't like uh, it. I can't yeah, take the responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's swap it I'm back. I'm crack under the I'm pressure. Here Paul. Try uh, <laughs> Blake. <laughs> what, if we, what if we do it at the same time? I'm here with Block. With hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have to speak in unison now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, go, please. Have uh, you guys been playing anything? Yes. yes. <laughs> what have you been playing? Games. Games. <laughs> Boy, you are not good at this. <laughs> You're gonna, yeah. so, you fully finished the word games before you even started, Blake. You're, uh, just, you're just echoing him. <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it works. Oh, nope. Nope, I hate it. I hate this bit. Um, <laughs> all right, what have, we, what have you actually been playing? Let's start with you, Paul, because last week, let's let's face it, it you uh, you mentioned you talked about you that you've been playing Disco Elysium. Yet, and then uh, um, we brushed past that and touched <laughs> up on it again. That last podcast went fast, though. Yeah, it did go. It did go. Um, I have been playing a little bit more of that, and I'm still also playing Super Auto Pets. Oh, yep, yeah, yeah, I played a little bit of that this week. Um, do you play, th- so there's, there's two modes, there's like arena mode and like versus mode, I think. And, like, I haven't tried versus mode. You've never tried it? No. Okay. I, I play, um, arena mode with the weekly pits. Yeah. Which is what got me back into playing it again because yeah. it mixes up each week. And... Yeah. So, uh, v- versus mode is basically arena mode, except that there's a timer, uh, and everyone's playing simultaneously. Oh, interesting. So it's it's this it's functionally the same game, but like people get eliminated, and so it, it's essentially a tournament. Yeah. Um, as opposed to random matching against people of a similar, like, uh, progression. Yeah. So it's a a little bit of a different dynamic, a little bit more time pressure, and uh, you form rivalries kind of because you'll you'll see the same people over and over again. Yeah. And uh, you can also then sort of play the meta where it's like if you see what someone is building and they're beating you, you can build to beat them next time you meet. What uh, what pits are in the packs for that? Just, I think just it's the same one. weekly ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's just the it's just a shift in the play dynamic. Yeah. Um. Boy, I gotta say the 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 pets that boost stats, those yeah. are always overpowered. <laughs> yeah. Like I've I've consistently gotten to like first or second, like like either nine or ten victories doing that, and then I fail on if I try anything else, I go like three or four. Yeah, it really depends on which pets are in the weekly. Yeah. As to, like, a lot of weeks that's the case, though, mm. where you just want to try and scale, like, a couple units to yeah. 50-50 as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, but there have been other ones where, like, summons end up the best, and there's no point scaling anything because you just want to get as many summons as possible. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know that I love that, that there's so clearly kind of a, a best set of pets every week or like a best like yeah it's kind of better best in the first few days when no one's really figured out yet what the meta what, is yeah mm-hmm. 
Uh, once it's sort of locked down, it does get a bit boring. Yeah. I do feel like that's the best time for a lot of games is when the meta is unknown. Yeah. It's interesting because there's a few other auto battlers out there. There's um, Riot has one called Team Fight Tactics. Yeah. Um, which is just kind of a more complex version and has like uh, a more complex item system and you have to place the heroes and the heroes have abilities and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a Blizzard's version, which is simpler than that, but still more complex than Super Auto Battler Pets. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I nailed that. It's, uh, I'm sure all those names are in the title in some order. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and that, that Blizzard's is Battlegrounds as part of Hearthstone. Uh, and b- both of those, they will change the format like they'll they'll change the the uh the, i guess loadout whatever cards are in or whatever um like units pack. are in there yeah. yeah uh but they will do it a lot less frequently it'll be like uh, three months or or a few months as opposed to weekly yep. um, and so they really focus on making sure that every avenue is viable yeah okay. which i think is probably it's certainly better for a hardcore audience for a casual audience, I think, like, I can see why they would just go with that random regular yeah, rotation. Yeah, and I think it is back. random, too, because you definitely get, like, some mechanics just don't work. Right. Um, like, there might only be two, like, for example, in this week's one, there's, like, two pits total, I think, that work off trumpets. Uh, I saw the trumpets, and I was like, ooh, a trumpet. Yeah. What was this mechanic? And that and... whole mechanic seems like it's, like, really quite cool, but I haven't had a chance to play it because... Yeah. There's only two pits that yeah. use it. One of them, and only one of them, I think, actually adds trumpets, and the yes, other one, and the other one uses them. Uses so, them. <laughs> so you you kind of can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you can't this week. I guess you could. One thing that's not really clear to me is how the pool of like units is dispersed. Like, could I, for example, get three fully leveled level three trumpet producers? I don't know. Or is there, like, a hard limit on the number? Um, so, one of the things that happens is that, like, every th- third level, you unlock a new tier of pets. Yeah. But that dilutes the pool each time. Yeah. So, the chances of you even getting two level threes of the same thing. Yeah. They even drop. if they're one of the early ones, you just won't see them enough. But you could, for example, buy a couple of level ones, not merge them. And hold out for the chocolate that grants that grants experience. Yeah, you could actually. Um, but I just don't know if if like is there a limit to the number of chocolates that can appear in a in a game that kind of thing. I just don't know if there's like hard limits to that sort of thing or if it really. I is don't just think like, there's hard limits. I think it's interesting. because sometimes you do get really lucky and that they just show up that chocolate all the time. Is, is OP. Yeah, it's great. It's, the, it's like the best item. Half the, the time you reroll the shop, you're just hoping for chocolate. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> uh. It, it, listeners, if you haven't tried that game out, it's really fun and free. Yeah. Definitely try it. But let's talk about Disco Elysium before we forget, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, so I started playing that like uh, maybe a month ago now. Now, I, I, all I know is that people really like that game. I think it's like a turn-based fighting game, like turn-based Dude, RPG. I have not had any combat yet, and okay. I am like two game days in. I'm okay. near the end of the second day. Uh, Maybe how I'm long is a game day? In... Like quite a while. 
Okay. It's based off how much time you spend talking to people. Yep. Ooh. The more dialogue things happen, that progresses the, the progresses time. time. Yep. So is it just like an adventure game then? Pretty much, but like heavy, heavily dialogue focused. Yeah. Um, it has. So you start the game out, and the screen's black, and there's just your internal monologue talking to you. Uh huh. And you've you go through like a few minutes of like this dialogue. The dialogue, however, is fantastic. Yeah. It's easily the thing that is the best about the game. Yeah. Um, it's well written, super weird, um, and it's all based off your attributes. You've got like a panel Ooh. of um, sort of things you can put points into, uh-huh. but they're all quite odd. Like one of them, a bunch of them are really obvious things like perception that will help sure. you notice things. Yeah. But then there's one that's like Inland Empire, which is... Inland Empire? Yeah. Which is like an inner voice that talks to you and suggests things. <laughs> okay. Um, and it turns out that you wake up um, shortly after this black screen period and you've been on a bender. You don't remember anything. You don't remember who you are. Um, so the first thing you do is go around this room that you've clearly trashed. Try to figure out what happened. Try and figure out what happened. Wow. Try and find your clothes and stuff. Um you eventually find your tie and go downstairs. And then in the first conversation you have with the dude at the bar, your tie starts talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to get this game. It's, but it's is it talking bizarre. to you? Or is it internal monologue? As far as you know, it's talking to you. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> that, that sounds honestly great. Yeah. What are you doing so, in this game though there's a there's been You're a murder talking to your tie what are you oh, are you even yeah. listening <laughs> um there's been a murder and they've had to send police to go investigate yeah. the murder but it's very um like almost post-apocalyptic but really just quite run if, down if I don't something know is almost story. post-apocalyptic does that make it apocalyptic <laughs> yeah 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 middle of apocalypse yeah, yeah. nuke just went off right real, now. real peak apocalypse yeah. right now <laughs> I, I don't I, know what you would yeah. actually call that. Like, it's just sort of an alternate. I think I know what you mean. A bit dystopian, super dystopian. Yeah, because yeah. I, I played a very little bit of it, and I just walked around the apartment. Yeah. Um, you should have put on a tie. I should have. I did put on a tie, <laughs> and then I walked outside, but I didn't go any further. But did you I, talk yeah, to the tie? I didn't talk to the tie. Ah, uh, there yeah. is your mistake. I know. I didn't. I didn't get introduced to the best character <laughs> of the game. It, <laughs> it um, kind of. Vague. I, I realize that like talking to the tie is not something you have probably have to actively engage in. It's, well, it but, might but it depend reminds... on how many points you have in certain uh, attributes, though, point. as to whether the tie even talks mm, to you. Yeah. But um, it reminds me of like the old uh, scum uh, adventure games. Uh, I don't think I played those. Scum those is, are... was a UI. Uh, is that but... text adventure oh. stuff? Yeah, kind not quite. It was. It's it's uh, like the Lucas Arts. Oh uh, yes, Monkey, uh, Monkey Island, Island yeah, yeah, Day yeah, of the yeah. Tentacle, yeah. where you'd have like a panel of things, and because like the usually the writers were like Tim Schafer and Ron mm. Gilbert, I think Ron and Ron. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, they would be complete nonsense, yeah. and so you'd have to do things like use bowling ball with Jello. And- I know <laughs> that was the that was that was the downfall of those was that you get to a point where you just I try everything with everything because yes. I have no idea what like yes what like weird like 
interaction. In, yeah, weird interaction and kind of like what weird inside joke is happening in the writer's room that yeah. they're like, oh, let's do this. This will yeah. be great. And nobody outside it would even like, think to do it. Once, once you know there's a backwards logic where you go, oh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. But um, But yeah, it's usually just like, you know, push old lady to <laughs> yeah. fudge. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I played those ones. I played Hugo's House of Horrors. Okay. <laughs> which was a text adventure thing, but it had like a 2D art thing mm. that would um, update as you saw oh, different right. things. So yep. that you could at least have a prompt for what things to type to look at. Yep, or... yep, 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 yep. There was a game called, um, I think it was called Gateway. And it was based on like a, a, a sci-fi novel that was kind of like that. It was like a little uh, a little yep. portrait of where you were. Yeah. Um, and then like uh, a thing, a, a, a box of text of like prompts you have just put in or whatever. And and like a box where you type your own prompts. Yep. Um, and I the thing I remember about this game is like you were on this like space station. And I don't really even remember what the goal was. <laughs> but like you, you could eventually like get on a ship and travel the planet to do all sorts of stuff. But yeah. But I remember that if you hit wait, it would like wait a period of time and you could just keep waiting. And at some point the world ends, like <laughs> it's the heat death of the universe. Oh my God, you wait that long. <laughs> yeah. But you could, you could determine an amount of time to wait as well. So you could be like, wait 4,000 years. Yeah. And yeah. And be like, everyone you know is dead. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, I do love the, that era of adventure game often had a level of thoroughness about the interactions mm. that I think is not really um, a- attained anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. There's definitely, um, in Disco Elysium, in all the conversations you have, there's just a set amount of options yeah. for what you say in response to things. And sometimes right. you don't have a choice but to say something you really don't want to say. Oh, okay. But that tie is telling you to to say it yeah well like sometimes that is the case we're like you've gone down like the inland empire thing and like the only options you have are to look completely crazy in front of the people you're trying to interview wow <laughs> and like you know you got yourself there yeah 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 <laughs> um it's it also so has a whole so based off the talents things there's dialogue options that require like a stat check for different mm. um of the uh different values of the attributes uh-huh um, that can be kind of frustrating because it's a dice roll every time. Mm. Uh, okay. So I've had ones where I had like 70% chance to do something successfully and then yeah. still failed. Yeah. 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 Um, and then looking like a madman while trying to interview someone. Mm. <laughs> yeah. How do you, uh, so one of the games you talked about previously was uh, For the King. Yep. Remember For the King, mm. uh, which is that is a game that also relies heavily on dice rolls and randomness for your success. Yeah. What do you? How do you feel about that kind of mechanic? I liked it in For the King. I okay. like it when it's um combat based and you can kind of build around it. Yeah. When it's how your dialogue options go for you trying to solve a murder, it can be a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes. It's, the ones where you've just got to like walk away and then go get more stats somewhere mm. else and then come back and try yeah. again. Yeah, that's Which not a good kind of breaks the experience. Yeah, like, it's just odd. It's yeah. If if it's a thing where you can retry it, I think that's particularly egregious. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think um, 
I think it can be framed, especially in dialogue, in such a way that it feels a little bit more naturalistic. If it's just like 70% chance to succeed, yeah, it, def- it feels a bit too mm. gamey. But if mm. it was like framed as like, I think I have about a 70% chance of them believing me. Or, yeah. You know. Um, this is mm. the other direction, though, where like you try and do something and it's not that they don't oh. believe you, it's that you're inept. <laughs> right. And end up looking it, it, like an yeah. idiot, or it's a straight up D and D dice roll. I think yeah. so. Really, yeah. But and and does it actually say a percentage of like percentage uh, chance for that option? See, yeah. I think if I like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like a a raw kind of stat just being exposed in something that's supposed to be as natural as dialogue. Yeah, but, I think that's like if it just if you just have the option the wrong way. and you uh, make your own judgment on like, well, I've got like so much points in in this but I'd, you'd, I'd give you'd it a then shot. have to know what that dialogue option is utilizing yes, right yes like it would say uh so, you know charisma check and yeah. you're like mm. all right so, i'll give it a i'll give it a whirl let me ask you this it says charisma check mm. do you have to check how much charisma you have it can mm, good question it so, could how how easy you mean like how available like, is that stat to you just yeah like, like at, well, at that well point, you could do a thing where it's like becomes, okay charisma check here's your charisma stat right you know and then at that point is there any difference between like showing them the chance based on your stat or like just showing them the stat yeah at that point you're, you're probably picking the thing with the highest stat right yeah 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 i don't know man this is some <laughs> game design stuff that That's, you'd have to go away exactly. and think about this well this is this is this is much of game design is what how mm. how uh, how the information you are yeah. communicating to the player skews how they play the game right yeah so. i uh, like there's so there's there's things in like so uh, like pathfinder for example yeah. where um i think it i can't remember if it shows it it shows what your i'm pretty sure it shows what your stat yeah. is next to it but I, I don't remember if it shows a chance. You just like look at how low your stat is and go, ah, I'm probably not going to risk it. Um, it's been a long time since I played it. Yeah, it's been a but while. I, th- I, I thought it was a case of only uh, certain dialogue options would only become available if you were above a certain stat threshold. Yes. Which I think no, there's, is a better system. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah that maybe. actually probably is a, a much better yeah, system. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. That it just you just don't get it if it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, because there's I, yeah. other things that play into that too, where you get these suggestions from mm. the different talent voices. Yeah, uh, and those only show up if you have certain yeah right levels of in that in that talent. Mm. So I I quite like that where it, your your character's stats or whatever determine their options available because that's to me that's a manifestation of their personality. Mm. Um, but uh, for them to be, for there to be a chance component attached to that, I think that's where I start to mm. get a bit yep. um, less fond of that system. That and it said, just feels odd. Like overall, I don't have a huge problem with it. Yeah, it's just one of the few things about the game that you know you have like this intense dialogue of that's all really engaging mm. yeah. and weird, and and then all of a sudden it's like oh. You want to do? You want to reply? It's seven yeah. percent chance to right. succeed. To you reply. want to roll the dice on this, <laughs> and you're like, "What?" I I don't mind chance mechanics for uh, an action or something that can't be repeated. Yeah, where you are, you know, um, oh, I've I've really taken some some dialogue choices that have put me in a real pickle here. 
there's an avenue for me to get out, but I have a 20% chance. Mm. And if I try, you know, you try it and you, if you succeed and then, you know, the, the dialogue takes a, or the conversation takes a turn in one direction. And if you fail, it takes a turn in a completely different direction. And both of them are valid paths. Mm. That's cool to me. Um, and maybe that, you know, the failure case forces you to go do something else. Yeah, but you don't. I, what does. I don't want to do is come back and yeah have that conversation again. Yeah, yeah. So it does have both. There are some things where you don't get a chance to retry. It does tell you ahead right. of time that it's a there's red and white checks, and the red ones can't be retried. Interesting. If you fail, you go to. A, I see. Yeah. The dialogue will sort of push you into finding a different way around gotcha. whatever the thing is you're trying to solve. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so are you enjoying it so far? Yeah, I, I really like it. Um, and primarily because it's so weird. Yeah. It can be slow. It's definitely not a super engaging game because you're sort of just spending a lot of the time walking around, talking to people. Yeah. The game is all the dialogue. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's why you're playing it. Really. Yeah. You, you are a detective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't I, I was just thinking you like just I don't, don't know I don't are. know if you said that if, <laughs> if you're a detective or not. He said I think he said that you're trying to solve a murder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like from that intro that I played, I don't think there was any showing that he was anything at all. <laughs> isn't that kind of the point? It's from the sounds of it, he wakes up and doesn't know anything, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he so. legitimately doesn't know. You find out like five minutes later. But like, oh I'm a detective. <laughs> well yeah, cool. so another cop shows up. Oh, yeah. And starts, like, asking what you're doing. And, <laughs> and the it. other cop's really judgy about how you are. <laughs> like, I mean, the delinquent cop that's yeah. just come off, like, a five-day bender. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds fair. Yeah. I, I would mm. be judgy, too. That definitely, like, even though, okay, so even though, like, in that intro, yeah, it doesn't actually say you're a detective, it has all those, like, stereotypical noir detective things. Yeah, Like, just a massive alcoholic. <laughs> like, uh, I think he's got, like, the detective trench coat, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and There's... a tie, and a disheveled yeah. tie. Yep. It's like all <laughs> Talking classic. tie, classic. Yeah, classic detective, <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I think I'm yeah. going to have to pick it up. What are you playing it on? I'm playing it on PlayStation. Okay, I think it's on Switch now, so yeah. I might. Mm. I might um, the only weird thing about playing it with a controller is it can be weird trying to click the... Uh, so... Because it's not really action-oriented or anything, you're to go from one area to another, you've got to, like, click the door. Uh, okay. And it can be kind of weird to get it to highlight right. Yeah. Um, okay. It probably is a lot smoother on PC. Right. But I, I, I'm still playing it on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those sorts of games do kind of lend themselves a little bit to PC more, I think. It feels like you're meant to just click the door. Yeah. Because you really just, yeah, you just click the door and your guy walks over there. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, trivial. Yeah. Um, I've been playing some stuff. Yeah? Yep. Uh, but before I get to what I've been playing, uh, since our last podcast, mm. there's been a Nintendo Direct mm. with a new Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yep, which you just got oh, me sorry. to watch. Zelda Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. It's, it's not so, called Breath of the Wild. It's, it's just called Tears of the Kingdom, Kingdom right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's called Legend of Zelda Link's Breath of the Wild colon Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Auto Battler. Auto Battler. Uh, yeah, super uh, <laughs> deluxe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Um, I think there's a turbo in there. Okay. Turbo the, Deluxe. Yeah. 64. <laughs> um, but on top of that, they also added uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance uh, emulators. What? Uh, yeah, I saw that. And so there's some good old games. That's cool. There's no Pokemon yet, though. No Pokemon yet, but they have teased it. Oh, did they? Yeah, they teased it. I saw just rumors saying that it might get announced during the... There's a Pokemon thing coming up. Okay. And there was rumors that it would get announced then. They did tease um, mm. the Pokemon trading card game as well. Or that oh, might uh, even be on there. I you think have, that is, yeah. Did you ever play Which, the trading card game? Heck yeah, dude. Yeah? <laughs> I never did. Uh, I, I, I played did. it. Yeah. I played it in both card format and game format. Wow. Um, and in fact, It never seemed to be a thing at my school. It, it was a thing at my school, and I think the teachers banned it because there were people, kids were making bad trades and getting upset with each other. Um, but there was at Toys R Us, rest in peace, uh, on uh, like Saturdays, yeah. you could go and play in like a pre-assigned area. Oh, and cool. I was... Oh, that's so cool. I was in maybe fourth or fifth grade or something. Yeah. So I would have been like 11 or 12 or 10 or something. Yeah, yeah. And then there were like a 19-year-old guy, and I would play against him, and every week I would just decimate him <laughs> and there That's was so good there was like an adjudicator basically who yeah would be, some some poor toys rest employee who <laughs> had to sit there and you had a book yeah and if you won you would get stamps in the book wow. and if you got enough stamps you would get a badge holy so i got a uh, i got a rock badge and <laughs> oh a, my and god a water badge that's so cool and you'd get like um you'd get like promo cards and stuff for reaching certain thresholds. It was That's really awesome. cool. Yeah, it was fantastic. Well, it was a great program. It sounds way cooler with the program. Yeah. Than it does yes. As just a game on its yes. own. It was it was genuinely like uh like a, a, a tradition of mine to like go every weekend or every second weekend and yeah. and, and you know knock some nineteen year old <laughs> on his butt with my cards. Um but uh I they stopped doing it. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that made me sad. I still have the badge somewhere. Oh man, that's so cool. That's that's like that is really, Isn't really that cool, man. I yeah. think that's the coolest thing. I think that that's the sort of thing that I would love to have still. Yeah. Like, uh, well, now you know it's they, all. If if they they would probably have something like that, but it's all online. It's all on Roblox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah. My did I ever say on here about um, my nephew a couple years back when he came to stay? Um, installed Roblox on my computer, and he spent the whole weekend playing it. And the game he was playing was YouTube YouTuber Simulator. <laughs> so you play as a YouTuber, yeah. and you just yeah. have this apartment. And the 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 game is clicking on your computer, sitting down, and doing some like basic mini games to get like viewership yeah. goes up. Once yeah. you've got enough viewership, you go to a shop and you just buy random stuff for your apartment. That's okay. the game. <laughs> that sounds like, like a. All the Roblox games are like that. I, I haven't seen many of them, but um, I saw a friend's son playing, and it was a gym simulator. Oh my God. And I'm pretty sure you just had to tap like one side and then the other to Whoa. do like bicep curls. And I, he was like real excited and showing me, me it. And the area he was in was filled with all these other kids. Yeah, yeah. Just pushing one button and yeah. the other. That's what I couldn't believe either. Like he'd go out into the into the like more open hub area to go buy stuff. And it's just filled with other kids doing the same thing yeah. that, that you should uh, look into the economics of Roblox. Cause it's pretty, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. So like in theory, that company pays people who make the games within their system. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I see. But like the, the, uh, they're getting cents on the dollar basically. Wow. Um, and 
there's a lot of weird ethical things going on there. Anyway, uh, uh, there's a there's a great YouTube channel called uh, People Make Games that mm. covers this in depth. Mm. So you should, if you're listening, you should check it out. That channel is fantastic. Really, really good, serious games journalism. That's mm. good. Um, That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's it is really good. Um, so I've been playing uh, uh, some idle games. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll skip past those. I I want to talk about. Uh, many years ago, I may have talked about a game called Solitarica mm-hmm. on the podcast. Uh, probably the best mobile game ever made. Uh, not, I don't think it was even really built specifically for mobile. It's, it's also on Steam, but play it on mobile. It's fantastic. Uh, just a beautifully polished solitaire roguelike. Mm-hmm. That company uh, is called Righteous Hammer Games, and I was like wondering what they'd been doing in the meantime, and they have put into early access a game called um, Zor mm-hmm. Pilgrimage of the Slorfs, yep. I think. Yep, yep. Which, let's be honest, that's a perfect name. I think that's a perfect I see name. no problems with it. <laughs> see no problems with it. I um, definitely am immediately curious what a Slorf is. Yeah. yeah. What about a Zor? Zor? Less so, okay. but yeah. still a little bit. But Slorfs in particular. Slurfs. Yeah. Yep. The sloths is the thing that hooked me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the pilgrimage of them. Yeah. yeah. Like what are they? I just imagine some kind of weird smurf type thing. <laughs> you're not you're not far off. They're they're little fuzzy looking like Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a cross between a smurf and the, the podlings from um Dark Crystal. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> I don't remember the podlings. Podlings are just like little 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 weird peasant raisin people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, the game itself is like uh, it's an early access. I bought an early access game. Yep. Blake, yeah. What have you done to me? Yep. I'm 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 glad I finally have um, the worst influenced thing. you. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, so you but bought it although and it's not finished, it's not finished. Yeah. Although and having you... it, um, although buying an early access game from a um, like company that's already been proven is yeah. is definitely not my no, my yes, style. That's true. Yeah. You you want to go in blind? <laughs> yeah. Someone. Yeah. Oh, one guy made this, and it's all borrowed assets, <laughs> or, or, or like you know, buy definitely. You, you, you store assets all perfect. Yeah, this is gonna be the wow killer. He says it's a survival <laughs> game. In yeah, there. yeah, survival um, wow killer. Oh my god, made by one guy. This is gonna be so. How could it go wrong? Uh, so, this game is a survival game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's it's a survival ro- card game roguelike deck okay. builder. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's like, uh, I'm going to try and do my best to describe it to you. The core gameplay is like a bunch of hexes. Yep. And you have two characters and you have a shared hand of cards and, and deck of cards. Okay. And the cards um, give you the capacity to move one character, like the, the, the current character, or or make that character attack or make that character harvest. Uh, and there's okay. like enemies around. Yep. And the goal is just to eliminate the enemies. Um, but you should also try to harvest ingredients uh, and you've got some resources, mm-hmm. uh, food and water specifically. And, and health is like your, your final resource. Um, and as you use your movement skills, you usually deplete food as you use your attacks, you usually mm. deplete, uh, water. Yeah. And um, if either of those are depleted and you try and use those things, you start mm. to deplete health. Is this huh. like taking place over like a, giant map or something that's like so far it's just little little maps yeah um, and once you defeat the enemies you can uh make camp 
Okay. And when you make a camp, you have the opportunity to upgrade the cards in your deck mm. or upgrade your camp with the resources you've found or build new cards with the resources you've right. found. And so, uh, and then you go on to another stage mm-hmm. where it's harder. Mm. And at the end of like a series of like eight stages, I think there's like a boss fight. Mm. And then you go into like a new biome, essentially. Neat. Okay. Um, and this actually sounds quite cool. It's yeah, really yeah. fun. And it's really well polished. Uh, and uh, I haven't played enough of it to like say you should definitely go out and get this. But, yeah. But I've had a really good time with it so far. Um, the name is terrible. <laughs> I just hate the name so much. I really think they is shot it, themselves in the foot with that. Is but. it a name that's so bad that's actually kind of good? <laughs> I don't think so. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> Zor Pilgrimage of the Slorfs. What would you What would you want to call it? Just Pilgrimage of the Slorfs? Why not just Zor? Or like that's so generic though. At least Zor. Pilgrimage of the or Slorf. At least the acronym as pots. Oh yeah, yeah. Zor pots. Yeah. Zor pots. Yeah. Z pots. <laughs> But Pilgrimage of the Sloths has some personality to it. It does. I would say. Um, it, the game itself is really cute as well. Like, yeah. Like the, the sort of things, you're, you know, you're collecting grass and sticks and then like you can crack, collect monster eyeballs <laughs> and then you like, you like put the eyeball in a stick and it becomes a thing that you can place on the map to <laughs> do a thing. Oh, it's like, it's just like, uh, it's got kind of a slightly twisted sense of humor to it. Mm. Um Really, just fun. Is so, the art style similar to um, Solitaire? Yes, yeah, no, no. It's three D first of all. Really? Okay. Uh, uh, and um, how would I describe it? I don't know that I can think of an analog. It's it's like semi cell shaded. Mm. Um, really interesting use of color. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's, is it, it's is, honestly really pretty looking. Is it three D in this in the like similar way to like uh, Cult of the Lamb. Have you seen that? Where it's like it's three D, but the characters all look like they're like paper two D. No, these these characters look three D. Okay. Um. So yeah, I. It's. <laughs> I don't know how much more I can say about it other than like I'm excited to play more of it. Nice. I just haven't so had it's time. Just on Steam at the moment. Yeah. Steam early access. I think it was like twenty something bucks. I think I might get this. Does it? <laughs> oh, oh, early access on Steam <laughs> <laughs> survival. <gasps> I mean, you like you sold me. <laughs> uh, I, it's it's been pretty fun. What's interesting, like some of the interesting aspects about it, I guess, like uh, so when you kill monsters, they drop experience gems, mm. and you have to actively pick up the experience gems. And mm. once you've like killed all the monsters on the map, you yep. can make a camp, but you don't have to immediately. You can still go around and collect the remaining resources oh, on the map. Okay, yeah, but you'll be spending food moving around. Yes, that's the thing that ah, kind of makes it interesting. It's like yeah. there's still a cost to going to around and collecting these yeah. things. Mm. And um, the, at the when you make a camp, you replenish your food and water, but not your health. Right. So uh, as you progress, these areas get bigger and there's more monsters mm. and you have to expend more resources. And you can find food on the map and stuff. So is you have to sort of plan out your paths a bit. But um, you do find yourself starting to wonder if you can make it to the resources you mm. want. Um, and you can you can make a camp at any time once you've cleared all the monsters. So there's no harm in like trying to go for it and then realizing, oh, I would die. If you make yeah. camp, do you then automatically move on to the next? You go into like a screen where you can do the upgrading and the crafting. Yeah. Um, and that's where so you you've got the capacity to alter your deck cards, mm. um, and and also like the uh, the deck itself, like you can move cards in and out. But you can upgrade the cards themselves. Mm-hmm. And when you upgrade cards, sometimes there's just, like, a direct upgrade. And sometimes there's, like, you get an, three options out of, like, 11. Oh, wow. And so there's, like, an element of randomness to yeah. the upgrading. 
And the upgrades are really interesting. Um, the, you know, upgrading a movement card might just be like, now it's slightly more efficient. It mm-hmm. moves two spaces instead of one. Mm. Um, or it might be like, uh, now you can move two spaces uh, plus one extra for every other monster around. Oh. Um, movement, by the way, also can be attack. Okay. So, uh, so the more movement you have, the more attacks you can do. Oh, I see. It's kind, it's so it's just little, a move, you mean? Like they, they they call them actions. Yeah. Um, but those cards specifically are called like movement cards. Okay. But then you've got special act, attack cards that use water instead of food as their resource, okay. and often have um, some sort of effect attached to them. So it might knock the enemy back. It might mm. immobilize them. It might pierce their armor. Mm. There's like all these little little modifiers on the monsters that keep things interesting so far. Um, so yeah, it's just like it's just lots of little cool, well polished, simple systems that are uh, aggregating to make a fun mm. roguelike experience with survival elements. So mm. far, yeah. Which, um, when it, oh, sorry. So I was just gonna say, which in the context of like Solitarica, which was like a really polished roguelike mm. based, built around Solitaire, where you could essentially make classes. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Like, like they they this is a developer that has really shown they know how to make a polished, mm. well thought out cohesive experience so yeah far. and so like i think that they really deserve credit for that yeah especially if it's already in that state in an early access game. yeah um i was gonna ask about the when it comes to actual combat you is it just turn-based you play cards so you can only play one card per turn yeah um and each character has it has a turn in a sequence so like you essentially have two characters on the board and the enemy has as many characters on the board as they have like it could be one it could be five um and so you play your card on your character you do your action it goes to the next character which is maybe your character or theirs okay and they do their action um and that's just how you know and then it loops back around uh once you run out of cards does it just reshuffle them back in yes yes it does some cards don't get reshuffled some cards um i like burn once it, you use them. Yeah, for, for that round. Yeah. Or there are some, a lot of the resources that you can pick up um, can be used as cards as well, but they're consumed. Yeah. So that they, they don't come back at the end of the round. They are just gone forever. Interesting. Um, so like you can pick up a stick and it'll deal like two damage with an extra mm. range or something like that, um, mm. which is, that might be the thing that allows you to survive, but that means mm. you don't have that stick for crafting at the end of the round. Yep. Mm. So there's like a lot of decision making there. Um... How much information do you get about the enemies? Um, I believe I believe you have perfect information, so you can you can hover over them and you see how much health they have, how many actions they get per turn. So you can fully plan out which cards you're going to play. Yes, you and... don't know where they're going to move, or yeah. um, you know who they're going to target, um, but you can see all of their attributes at a distance. And they don't move just directly towards you or anything. They, it depends. It depends on the monster. Okay. So. Um, there was like a bunch of different bees, and they they spit at me. But one of them had like an aura that boosted the damage of all the other bees. Hmm. So that one seemed to linger around other bees until it couldn't. Interesting. Um, That's quite cool. Yeah. Uh, and there's like, uh, there's there's lots of obstacles on the map that I had been in my current run. I had been essentially building for movement and combat. And I had not. I'd been neglecting harvesting. Mm. And then I encountered a map where there was essentially quicksand. And if I got in quicksand, I couldn't get out unless I harvested it. Uh-huh. And so it became apparent that, like, I can't, I can't just, like, focus on these two attributes. Yeah. Because yep. being able to 
navigate the map hazards is still like a really important element. Mm. Yeah. So it sounds it's, fun. It is. It's really yeah. fun. It does. It sounds quite cool. Do you ever get uh, other characters? You got your... so far no. Hmm. I think it's just the two. Yeah. There's like other characters in the in the story. Yep. It's like an elder, in your party, elder slurf. It's, it's only okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got a red hat. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> red hat, I, don't, white beard. I don't think he did have a red hat. I'm sorry. Uh, um, cool. So in your party, you've only got the two people so or, far. Or, okay. Yeah. I, would I, you? Would you? Uh, would adding more people to your party be an interesting gameplay thing, or you think it's just like perfect as is, and it's just like the obstacles and enemies that and an area that give the you know. I don't know. I haven't. I don't know that I played enough to say for sure. The fact that there's only two means that it's really simple to mm. to sort of understand. Like, okay, yeah, I know that this guy is vulnerable, but I've got this guy over here that I can move in and do something with. So, mm. um, or you know, if I if I add a third to that, um, because it's all still one shared deck in hand yeah. between all of those characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It feels like I would essentially just be diluting the targets for my enemy mm. and not necessarily adding more strategic depth. Mm. Having two means that like I can block an enemy with one of my characters mm. who's, you know, to protect one who's, who's on the brink of death. Yeah. Um, three, maybe I could uh, block an extra direction, mm. but I think that there's something interesting about that limitation yep. of having two. Yeah. Maybe they, they do add a third. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's really interesting. I haven't even gotten into the second yeah. area yet. I did the tutorial, How... and then I did. I've, I'm, I'm up to the boss fight of the first area. Okay. How many areas are there so far? Do you I know? I think there's three. Um, and when you start a game, this is kind of interesting. You have uh, a bunch of things you can tweak. Mm -hmm. Like you can tweak uh, whether, like, what your second area is going to be. You can, uh, mm. you can like guarantee it's going to be this or that, mm -hmm. or you can have it be mysterious. Um, you can adjust the difficulty, mm -hmm. and then you've got like things that they call like blessings, and I think the other one is like obstacles or something um blessings are just like permanent boons for that entire playthrough yeah and, and obstacles are like permanent negative effects or challenges yep and as far as i could tell there's no benefit for like making the game harder yet oh really I, i've just played it and it's like most basic mode yeah or that's what i'm currently doing yeah but, so maybe there's some sort of meta meta progression you're not getting <laughs> you're not getting like more rewards for Making the enemies harder? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. That's, I, a, that's a interesting. So this, is, this is something I need to thing. investigate. This is why I haven't. I haven't really played it enough to be sure yeah. about some of these things. But like, I, it makes me wonder if they're going to do something with that system. Yeah, like if, yeah. If essentially they haven't attached anything to mm. it for the sake of testing, just that's, the, the yeah, more balance right. before they start attaching. Yeah. Because it, it, that sounds a lot like the kind of roguelite thing where you have an overall progression. And yeah, you mm. get extra progression by doing it harder yeah so i wonder if there's like uh permanent recipes or something like that oh yeah there's something else you unlock recipes and neat <laughs> i thought you might like that oh, like yeah, i mean that, you'd expect that with a survival game that you get recipes for <laughs> yeah um so yeah crafting um do they have a roadmap for um development i think they do yeah, i haven't looked into it, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, i bought I'm, it purely on the faith of the developer yeah, yeah i was just sort of curious what how far away it is from actually being released because mm. it sounds like a lot of the games already there that's a really good question i don't know oh. so many early access games though you read 
like in their early access thing, there is a question like, um, how long do you expect this to be in early access? And, and they're always like, you know, oh, it'll be be only a year or something like that. And then they've been four in early access for like yeah, four <laughs> yeah. or five years. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, so this came into early access in August last year. Okay, yeah. So it's it's not brand new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's still pretty recent. But also, I think having from a company that's approved already a proven company uh, that can make like a good game. Yes. Um, I don't think there's much of a risk in uh, in getting into a, one of their early access games. Now. Yeah. I, well, I think the fact that the game is already so polished. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like even if they are quote unquote in early access for yeah. you know years. Yeah. I mean it you're sitting really there matter. like if you didn't say it was early access, it sounds like a complete game. Yeah. Yeah. And I've played early access games that are definitely not complete yeah. at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Like not even close. We yeah. also don't know how many updates it's had since August. Mm. Yeah. Like maybe it was much rougher when they first put it up. Yep. I have no idea. Yeah. Um I this is all stuff I should look into. It's cool, man. It's, it's 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 definitely something to keep an keep an eye on following their. Uh, I am going to be playing more of it. Yeah, uh, my next opportunity cool. is probably going to be in weeks from now. <laughs> Blake, you've been playing stuff. I have. I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy. Yep. Um, and it is pretty fun. How much did you pay for it? Uh, I think it was like hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, on Steam. You know, standard. Oh, on Steam. Yeah, on Steam. Woo. Yeah. PC games being a hundred bucks is actually on Steam, especially is a bit. That's uh, I guess it's triple. I mean, it depends AAA on the games. game. Like there's yeah. there are games. There's very few hundred dollar games I will buy on Steam. Yeah, uh, Hogwarts was one, and also um, the uh, Warhammer Three was I think a hundred bucks. Okay, but also sidetrack uh, Warhammer Three. All their games are still a hundred bucks. Wow. So if you wanted to play the giant, maybe I also mentioned this before. If you wanted to play that giant. Um, that giant combined map where all three games are combined into one. It's a three hundred dollar game. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it, kind of cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Like it's basically the only mode I play is like combine the the giant combined right. map. And now the third one, it's like it's it's huge. It's ridiculous. But three hundred bucks over. I don't know. It's been like. Five or six years. Yeah, it's pretty much fine. But if you were like, I want to get in on this yeah, that's now. A, that's a big investment. Um, yeah. The Final Fantasy VII remake is meant to be released in like at least two parts. I'm not sure if it's three. Mm. And a PS5 game, like just through the PlayStation Store, will be 140 bucks. For 140. Yeah, a lot of the time. That's obscene. Is that wait? Is that for I mean, I'll all three check. parts, or is that for one? No, for one part. Holy. <laughs> PlayStation, PS5 games have gotten yeah. really expensive. I don't like it. I mean, look, I kind of get maybe it. It's 120. Maybe I'm like over. Well, talking about that, like I did happen to look up how much it was on other games and I'm uh, other systems, and I'm pretty sure it's like 100 something bucks yep. for, for PlayStation 5 version as well. So, whatever. Well, how is it? Um, it's pretty good, although uh, it runs. <laughs> Pretty roughly on my PC, and I've got like a pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, you got a pretty. Decent I got a PC. pretty decent PC that's like, like two years old. Two years like old, that. and it was like you know quite a few grand uh, to, to to put together, and it's run everything else yeah. I've ever played on ultra completely smooth. Yeah, this it really suffers uh, this like stuttering. Yeah, um, which I've found has like 
being a, uh, a major problem for other people. On yeah, um, that's what I've heard. And like I've lowered, I tried lowering all the settings. Uh, it didn't change anything. Um, Interesting. Is it uh, so? Could it be loading assets? I think that's. I think that's what it is. Yeah. So, um, the main areas that it stutters, I are definitely sections where it's loading in chunks of the world. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like you're running through Hogwarts. There's a lot of doors, right? And you get like a little like loading kind of bar oh, on wow. some of the doors. Okay. Um, sometimes it's faster than others, but it's almost never just a. It's almost never a smooth transition through does, a door. Does this game look good <laughs> enough to justify that? The thing is, it looks pretty good, but like I don't think it looks incredible. Like, like is it oh, cyberpunk tier? Heard about it having problems on PC that it wasn't having on console. Yeah, yeah, and it also wasn't having these problems on yeah, console, which is just bizarre. Like you would think PC, it's running the best, but yeah, probably it's really weird. Um, they for the put most out a part. It's going to be better hardware. What's that? For the most part, it's going to be better hardware. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and when I can do a like um, benchmark test, and when I do that, it's recommended settings for me are all ultra. Yeah. So it's suge- it's <laughs> saying the game is saying I can run this, and then I try to run it, and it's like, man, it's like choppy in bits, and like, and then like even in cutscenes, it can be like staggering really wow yeah in cutscenes is huh. it maybe it's shaders i don't know what it is but i've, I've adjusted when you maybe. when you revisit an area do you have the same issue uh not always uh, it, it definitely is there's some sort of loading and unloading yeah. thing happening Pushing for sure or whatever for sure i think that's what it is yeah. um and the graphics itself don't don't seem to do any don't seem to contribute yeah. to that much at yeah. all um but um I've 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 lowered some settings like the um the uh oh, what is it that Nvidia like um the ray tracing thing yeah the ray tracing stuff um the amount of like crowds RTX, that are in an area yeah R- yeah the RTX yeah. stuff I've I've messed around with that and it's like it's helped a bit but like uh yeah it's <laughs> it's it's pretty weird it's yeah. pretty weird um especially considered I was playing control. Which also uses all the RTX like reflect, yep. re, um, yep. reflections and all that, and it's just that is so smooth that game. Like mm-hmm. never once did I encounter any like yeah. lagging or anything. And although That's the actual gameplay, the actual gameplay, yeah. So the the game is um, pretty great. It's a lot of uh, a lot of exploration and a lot of getting sidetracked from the main story very very easily. Yep. So you the main so where I'm at now. Main focus is Hogwarts. I've just gone to Hogwarts and then I've like got these quests to like go to these classes and stuff. Yeah. But along the way, you get side quests that you uh-huh. run into people and you end up doing. You also uh, there are just like um, puzzles and treasures and things all around and secret <laughs> secret passages nice. all oh, around Hogwarts. Sweet. So you're just running along and you see like oh there's like a a secret door thing here, and you just end up going like like solving That's this like puzzle for, yeah. for a while. Um, there's, yeah, there's just treasures and like secrets everywhere that just sidetrack you constantly. Are they, are they doled out at a pace based on like character progression? Or um, is it just like, well, the, well, here's an area. There's like 400 things to do. Go, go for it. There's some of that, but there's also, there's also like just actual side quests that characters will give you. Right. And I'm pretty sure that depends on that's, oh, that's probably on, your on either thing. story yeah. progression or um level or whatever yeah but the thing is i have been i've been playing for like almost 20 hours and 
I've barely advanced the the um the main story. Yeah. So the main story quests show uh, like a level, a recommended kind of level. Oh, and yeah. I'm getting recommended levels. Um, the recommended levels for me are like level three, level four, level uh-huh. five. I'm like, I'm like almost level fifteen. Oh no, Blake! You're gonna have a real bad time when you actually resume the main quest. Yeah. Um, well, it's I, just gonna be so boring. It'll be like, oh, I'm a I'm a rival wizard, and you're gonna be like, pew. Well, not really, because <laughs> I've now. I've done a bunch of like battles. Yeah, and I have a feeling the world scales to it. Okay, so I, I did a I I did a quest that um, I'm kind of torn as to whether or not that's good. Yeah, I <laughs> well I I, I did a, I did a quest that um I I needed to uh, actually maybe this was just a side quest I can't even remember what the main <laughs> quest was but anyway I did a quest the recommended level was like five or something yeah and um there were these like monsters in front of the cave that were like level fourteen and I'm like that that seems perfect for level five. Yeah, that seems like odd. <laughs> but like I'm also like level thirteen like twelve, right. thirteen or something like that. So I, yeah. I think the monsters around the thing probably scale to right. you know, at least some of them do. Because I've I've heard people say that they've gone into places uh where they've just died instantly from like monsters. So okay. there's definitely some I think there's some scaling happening. Maybe only scaling up. Does yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, scaling. You get experience just from combat? Um how do you get experience? So the it's, levels so far, like I haven't seen, there, there doesn't seem to be like a reason for levels. That was, at least I guess that was my I've, question. Is yeah. like, what is, what is it like leveling up actually give you? You're not putting any stats into anything. You're not doing anything. You oh. get, I think the level might give you better gear rewards. I think that might play into, into that okay. because almost every new bit of gear I've found has always been an upgrade. Right. Uh, even okay. if it's just like, Oh, there's there's a random chest there. Oh, look, it's got a, an upgraded thing. Yeah. Like it just happens to every, almost every time, almost every time, not always, but yeah. a lot of the time, it's it's an upgrade. Yeah. But I I don't know what the levels do. I didn't even realize I was getting levels, uh, for like quite a while because you're not there's not like oh you got a, it's not like an RPG. Oh, you got a level, put your yeah. stats into things. Um, that's so that seems uh, that seems weird to me. I've I've noticed this is a kind of a common trend where games will have levels yeah and experience and um and it, sometimes that seems pointless well the the experience <laughs> you get um i haven't i haven't actually i'm assuming you get experience from combat but mostly you get experience from exploration and finding sure. random things and completing collectible yeah things like it's all it's a lot of that yep stuff that's fine yeah but then it doesn't seem to do anything other than maybe increase the loot pool. Maybe, yeah. But I, you could just have the loot pool grow based on previous loot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I literally be, don't know why there's a level system. Wouldn't it be yet. even weirder if there was no level system at all, though? No. <laughs> play, play an RPG and there's just, like, no levels. You're just progressing through. The only, the only so far, like, I'm not even that far in, so I'm, I'm not sure, exactly sure about it. But so far, the only reason for a level is to say um you know this quest recommended this level yeah but then also i've had quests that are like it's recommended that you have this particular ability before you even go into it so i don't know man i don't know i think there's like i think there's room for games that don't have levels and the progression is handled by gear Mm. like i've played games like that before uh uh breath of the wild for example that has a real soft leveling system in that you can 
get more heart containers, right? Yeah. But otherwise, it's all handled by gear. I mean, that sound, yeah. that is just how it seems in, in Hogwarts. Like, it's yeah. just all gear just goes towards your actual, like, stats and defense yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. And your actual level is... I think it's just the number. Like, I, I wonder if this is... I wonder if this is something from, like, playtesting where people are like, I don't feel I have a sense of progression. Yeah, without, that would be without my... Without a number, that that was my well. thinking, was that, like, would I just stop playing it? Yeah. Because... You you don't there's know no yeah. progression anymore, but and I suppose could... there's also no way to. Is it a good way to gauge enemies? Because like I said, there were enemies that were level fourteen. Having a level is a sort of easy way for a game to say, "This is how strong a monster but, is." Yeah, but that if that if the monsters are scaling to your level, it's completely well. I don't arbitrary. think I don't think they always are. I'm uh. wondering if they were in that particular quest because it was like a level five quest and there were level fourteen monsters Maybe hanging a dozen out around. Quests, but yeah. not in the open. Yeah, world. yeah, it could be because I've I, I've had friends tell me that they've gone wandering into the forbidden forest. Yeah, uh, one of the first things that happens is you get a tour of um you of the countryside. This character takes you on this this like walk along to the next to this like town yep. uh, where you do a bunch of shopping and along the way they go by the forbidden for- forbidden forest and they're like yep. forbidden forest don't go in there and of course a that lot of forest players, is forbidden yeah that forest is forbidden there's a load of signs there that say forbidden blah blah, blah. yeah and of course like everyone runs in there straight away how did you not i mean how do you not right even yeah, i did I, I, okay yeah <laughs> even i did but i didn't get very far i was just like oh mm, i'm gonna turn back <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I didn't even see any monsters. I was just like, oh, it's probably... It's too spooky. It's probably yeah. too spooky. Yeah, but like I've had friends that have gone in there and just gotten wrecked, like one yeah. shot by, by monsters that are yeah. in there. So there's definitely like things that like are... A high, with a high base level. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, but I think so far, levels are just a way of ga- gauging like strength. Okay. No, that seems to be it. Um but yeah, most so far, most of the game for me has just been exploring stuff, like, yeah. like running around the countryside, exploring things, doing side missions with people. Why have you not engaged with the main quest line? Well, knowing that like it's giving you a recommended level. Well, here I now ten levels. I have a real weird way of playing where, um, like I don't like missions where you have to go somewhere at a particular time, and then if you don't go there at that particular time, there's just a wait button. Okay. And so I'm, I, I will go to a thing, it'll be like, here, you have to um, yeah. go to meet this professor in their thing during during the day or something. Yeah. And it's like the middle of the night. I'm like, well, it's the middle of the night, so I'm just going to go wandering around yeah. and, and, and get then into you find some, something. And then I find it. something, yeah. and, then, and then by the time I'm like, I should that get back to that thing, it's nighttime sure. again. I'm like, all right. So, <laughs> so And there's always seems yeah. to be like something to do. So it's just, you just get sidetracked and sidetracked. Um, Does the character ever sleep? No. So here's, here's also a thing. Um... I kind of wish it had a little more school simulation. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I did think it was kind of funny when you first said, oh, yeah, the first thing you ask you to do is go to classes. Like, Yeah. Oh, cool, you can buy school now. Well, it's, it, the, the classes are just like classes. They yeah. do just boil down to go to this location during the day, yeah. and that's it, any, yeah. any day. You, yeah, could, yeah. you could spend... Ten in-game weeks not going to class, yeah, and the yeah. game will just do treat they fail it you a... out because they should. No, but they I, really I, I kind of yeah. want. So I kind of want this more simulatingness happening in there. Like you have to go to, like there's oh, as if man. there was an actual like would... time of day that you have to like actually yeah. attend these classes. Wouldn't and if, it be amazing if you don't? They get mad or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, wouldn't it be amazing if if you went on the side, you were doing all these side quests instead of going to class, yeah. and then at one point the headmaster just pulls you up as like you. 
you gotta get it together. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. gonna kick you out. I'm gonna force you to go to class this week. Yeah, like it just the game just like, actually it, forces it, it, you it railroads <laughs> you into <laughs> the, yeah. the main like quest you, that way. Level forty yeah. truant officers. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could be out, say, in the for, in the forest doing something, and then when you you finish doing that, and the headmaster, boom, because yeah. people are teleporting. Yeah, around, yeah, yeah. Boom, headmaster is there. Boom, teleports you into I the knew it. into the thing. <laughs> so, like gameplay wise. Like system wise, it'll be very easy because yeah. characters just teleport. Yeah, you know, so you just teleport in, teleport to the class, and yeah. the game forces you to attend attend classes. It'd be very easy. It to would do. be very funny as well if, like, yeah. when you try to sneak out, he's like outside the door and he teleports well, you back in. There's <laughs> just like, yeah, like it would be great if if it, thematically they they put you on the right track for a little while. Yeah, for a little while, and then you can go off, and it exactly. would just it would just feel yeah. like the world is alive instead of like 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 it, the world does have a living feeling to it with like time of day and yeah like, but and there's stuff. a little but it, is you, you you know I deep down the, it is just a game that is like you just go to this thing yeah at any time and it doesn't matter yeah like, so it kind of to me what it, it sounds like is they have stumbled into a common open world thing of you have given the player so much freedom that they lose the immersion yes um you know it's like oh there's this really important thing you have to do yeah uh, meet me at night and that and then you meet them at night three months later. And, yeah. And it picks up from Yeah, exactly. It, just, it yeah. starts to break that story cohesion. Yeah. So I think um, the way Elden Ring handled that was the best. Where, like, you could just straight miss parts of quests and meet up with people later. And they'd be like, ah, oh, sorry, I didn't see you at the place I told you to go to. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. Like, that. that's a much... That makes it feel like the world is. Well, Elden, yeah, yeah. Elden Ring quests are interesting because uh, there's no, like... There's no like uh, list of quests that no you're currently on. It, yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like some guy will say, "Hey, meet me here," and then hours and hours and hours later, you might stumble across him, and he'll be like, "Hey, you didn't meet me at that place." Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, I, I totally forgot about you as a as a, <laughs> yeah. as a being in this world." <laughs> I was totally writing down my quests while I played that. Oh, game. Oh yeah, That's cool. I mean, it is really cool, like the way they do quests yeah. in that game. But you can very easily just forget about quests. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, they just pick it up kind of later on. You bump into the same characters. But, um, yeah, I mean, Hogwarts is, is very much the traditional, you know, quest structure. You yeah. click a quest and that's the one you're on. And, like, mm. no matter what the passage of time is, the state of that quest doesn't progress or change or do anything. How in-depth are the quests? Because I sort of, one of the main reasons I didn't buy it is because I have this assumption that all the quests are going to be... Fetch quests? Like go here, get five things, kill yeah, things, or kill the rats. There's, and then there's, come back. there's some of that, but there's also ones that are just like puzzles. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think. So, I did a yeah. Like, there's definitely a fetch quest. There was one I found where someone wanted me to collect a bunch of stuff mm. that they'd lost. Uh, there, there was another where it's like you have to sneak into a library at night, uh, and on that quest you learn. I can't, actually, I can't remember if that's a no, that's a main quest, so that probably doesn't oh, yeah. count. Um, but yeah, you still have to sneak into this like library, and you get like you learn a, a new spell in order to like become kind of transparenty, and mm. so that's the sort of sneak mechanic. It yeah. introduces you to the sneak the sneak mechanic in that game. Um, Can you see your bones? No, oh. no, 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 no boners. <laughs> so, so not not transparent. I guess the whole body is transparent. Yeah. You don't get to see the blood. You don't get to see, you don't get to see the blood. Sorry, Nick. You don't get to see the blood. I want to see the she see the child's blood. Is that no, no. is that not a? Okay. That's no. If you if you 
if you drink stuff, maybe you if you drink someone's oh. blood, maybe you see it. Oh yeah, inside, yeah, yeah, but then yeah, it'll yeah, eventually yeah. like vanish. Right. I I think. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say now because you just <laughs> sidetracked me. Sorry. Um, you're in you're a you're through library. Chris difficulty. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of the yeah, and there are other quests. So the, yeah, side quests are uh, some fetching stuff from what I remember, but other side quests are like there's a puzzle thing to kind of solve mm. like and you figure that out um yeah i think so far it's been a lot of uh you i kind of write it has been a lot of like finding yeah. finding stuff but also there it's, aren't, it's, it's very all, typical of that kind of game yeah to do that. also the thing is like um i haven't like there aren't so far there aren't actually a lot of actual proper side quests mm. uh a lot of the like side quests are like oh you've just stumbled on to like some weird puzzle thing and you do right. it and it unlocks like a door and you yeah. go through the door and there's like some, some stuff in there. Like a lot of that, a lot of that is the side quest stuff. Yeah. There's, I mean, there is a proper, there is a proper side quest that is, um, track down these like flying keys and use that to unlock these like big cabinets, which you then take this like giant coin and put it in a chest and it adds to this like huge like number um combination lock <laughs> uh and and i'm like i'm like uh, i think i'm like s five or six of these like coins away from unlocking this giant like, combination <laughs> lock. so i'm like i don't be... know what, what's gonna happen when when i unlock that thing yeah um it gives you a coin for an even bigger oh, oh man yeah um, but ex look, dude, exploration has been the thing and just yeah. like wandering around Hogwarts is really cool. Yeah. Um, That's cool. it's, it, most games, uh, most RPGs I've played, I really, really hate when they do the, um, the golden trail to yeah. things. This, this game is the only one I've ever played where it's like, you actually need that yeah. to navigate Hogwarts because it <laughs> is, it I mean, is, it's, it's a, it's a madhouse, right? It, yeah. It's a madhouse. It's, it's a, just a maze of rooms and yeah. like you can you do get a kind of sense in your head of where some things are but there's yeah. just so much of it and but what is good with that is that um you can choose to turn it on and it's yeah. it, it, it it's even just like on because i'm playing on controller it's just a one click thing right and it just poof, does this like trail to the next like quest location um which is cool, cool. you know because then you can find your way around um well, but yeah um, i've been playing for almost 20 hours uh and i've so i've barely progressed the main story yeah like i'm still getting basics like yeah. I, I went <laughs> i went to a couple of classes and it's just like here's how you like harvest um like uh harvest plants and i'm like well i've been running around the countryside harvesting plants <laughs> all, all over the place it's like, just an overachiever even, and, the, and the crazy thing is i'm harvesting stuff i don't even have any ability to use them yet but i'm just <laughs> harvesting stuff because it's there there's these like herbs. there's these yeah herbs and the mushrooms and there's like these moon crystal things that are just out in the country and you just like harvest them. Never seen any potion or any <laughs> like. See, I, wouldn't it be nice to me? It would be nice if like you couldn't harvest the things you hadn't yet been taught about. It would be nice you know? because they are a distraction. Yes. When like but also from an immersive standpoint, like why is this person who hasn't been taught about any of these yeah. things? Why like oh this, this yeah. grass? I'll take it. There's also you know? a weird thing of um. There are uh, these um, these uh, daffodil yep. patches around, and they're like they're like little trumpets. Uh -huh. So they go burp, 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 when you're walking by. Okay, you can't harvest them. 
Oh. And I don't, and I'm like, so why can I harvest these like jumping mushrooms that just jump yeah. around uh, this patch of like little mushroom things? But right next to it are these like clear magic plants that just don't give me a harvest option. You know, <laughs> so if so if you didn't, if you couldn't harvest things until you learned about them, that would make uh, sense. Yeah, but instead it's just like and, a, an and, annoying detail. Yeah, instead it's just I just a weird <laughs> thing that I notice of like why because I, I first time I saw them I'd been on the road. You know, it was that that mission where you get this tour of this countryside. Yeah. Been on the road and just like this person's talking to me and I'm just like harvesting stuff all over the place. <laughs> and then I see some some of these like yeah. daffodils off off to the side. So I walk over there and I'm like not getting any any harvesting <laughs> yeah. thing. So it just, felt out of place. They found out of yeah. place because oh it's a weird it's a weird plant. It drew your they, attention. It drew my yeah. you had no interaction with it. I hope they later have a purpose. Yeah. That would be great, but also then why can't they just do that to the rest? Yeah. Like you say, like it would yeah. be like these moon crystal rock things that are around. Like I, I just I see them all over the place, and I have no idea what they're for. But yeah. I just keep harvesting them. Have uh, you tried crushing them up and snorting them? I don't even know where that's stored like that's in my inventory. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know. Where, I don't even By know. The yeah, um, was it right. cocaine? We are over time. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling me about your your play sessions, guys. Yep. Uh, thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, tell us what you've been playing. Why don't you email us at frcquestion@gmail.com and tell us what you've been playing the last couple of weeks. I'm keen to hear about it. Also, if you try Zor, tell me what you think about that. Yeah. Yep. Tell us what a what are they called? Slurfs. 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 <laughs> it's it's annoying because Zor and Slurf rhyme kind of, but not quite. <laughs> Uh, and that's why I remember it. Uh. Kind of a shame that it's not War of the Sloths. War of the Sloths. Zor, War of the Sloths. Oh my god. I think that's the sequel. Ah. Yeah. Um, anyway, (laughs) thank you. We'll be back in a couple weeks probably. Bye! So you got games to talk about? Oh yeah, you do. Hot, hot burps. Hot works. How many hours have we put into it? <laughs> we can get into it, but uh, I put in a lot of hours and I've achieved very little. That's kind of a sign of a good game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how far into it you're supposed Depends. to get your flying broom, but that's a thing that a lot of people like kind of rush for like i'll yeah. get through the main story to get the broom I've, I've been playing for like almost 20 hours and i don't have my broom yet <laughs> there's um there is a line there i think where like for example apb you could spend hours and hours in their character creator mm-hmm. mm. making a really sick avatar and then the core gameplay was apb yeah isn't that a famously bad mmo it wasn't really ever any even an mmo but uh, yes it was it was I, it, they spent like a hundred million dollars to make a game that folded within like two months yeah <laughs> wasn't it uh touted as like multiplayer um Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, yeah yeah sort of they did have some cool systems i can talk about it yeah if... talk about this <laughs> anyway. old uh, weird game i i, I met the creators i flew yeah. out to their offices and stuff it was um uh i mean the, the core gameplay loop was fun there was just no content really yeah. and then like no reason to stick around. Yeah, they were asking for a subscription. Didn't they? Didn't they so, uh, get like re? Didn't they relaunch at yeah, one point? It did get yeah. relaunched. It got well. The the whole thing got bought out by 
Game Forge or Game Loft or right. someone, and then they just kind of made it free to play. Yeah, I remember and seeing. It may that. have even shut down after that. I remember seeing that uh, like footage of that when it was in development, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be so cool!" It's like finally a, a multiplayer um, GTA. Yeah, and then never heard anything about it until hearing that it had like completely collapsed. Yep, <laughs> I don't know that I heard about it at all. You didn't really miss much. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> I made an avatar who's like had a, had a whole avatar on his back. Oh, what? <laughs> like, I made eyes and like a mouth. Oh and, my and god! Then, and then made, made abs it... on his back so that I was running around. And you could see him like, like oh! yeah. <laughs> like the third person game, you'll just have this like goofy ass looking. It oh, was god. very funny.